In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. It's presidential primary day in Michigan. Polls close at 8 o'clock this evening. WSJM's Andrew Green reports there are also some local issues being decided on the ballot in southwest Michigan. In addition to the presidential primaries, there are a handful of ballot questions voters are being asked to consider. In Berrien County, Buchanan Community Schools is asking voters to renew the operating millage for 10 years. River Valley Schools is seeking an operating millage renewal and a sinking fund millage renewal. The operating millage covers day-to-day expenses, and the sinking fund pays for building repairs. Also, Niles Community Schools is seeking an operating millage renewal for 10 years. In Van Buren County, South Haven Public Schools is seeking an operating millage renewal for six years. And in Cass County, the Cass County Transportation Authority is asking for a new 0.25 mil levy for services, while the Edwardsburg Public Schools is seeking an operating millage renewal. Andrew Green, WSJM News. The reconstruction of Upton Drive in St. Joseph starts next month. The project has been years in the making as the city sought grants and other funding to pay its more than $11 million cost. City engineer Tim Zebel tells us they're doing a complete reconstruction of the road from the St. Joseph River to Mominy Drive. The project also includes sewer and drainage work. The project will also include the installation of a non-motorized path on the east side of the road. So the road will be narrowed in order to make space for that non-motorized path. Isabel tells us the project will be done in phases with Phase 1 from Marina Drive to the south. Traffic will have to use Mominy Drive or Clock Road to get around the area while Upton Drive is completely closed. Phase 2 will mean other traffic changes. That's from the Marina Drive, Virginia Court intersection to Mominy Drive. That will be closed so people will have to access from the south, so along Whitlam Drive in order to get in. Isabel tells us the project will start March 25th and continue through November. A meeting for the public to learn more will be held March 5th at St. Joseph City Hall starting at 6 p.m. City staff will explain how the work will go and people will be able to ask questions. Interested parties can sign up for weekly email updates on the project's progress. We have the form to print out and drop off at City Hall, posted on our website, wsjm.com. This is National Invasive Species Awareness Week, and Michiganders are encouraged to do their part to help prevent the spread. Jennifer Holton with the Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development tells us there are several species of plant, insect, and fish that the state is keeping an eye on. In southwest Michigan, there are a few concerns. Spotted lanternfly, which if you're a wine grape grower, you are very familiar with the potential damage spotted lanternfly can cause. Asian carp, a variety of other things. In October, an invasive aquatic plant called hydrilla was found in a couple of Berrien Springs ponds. Testing by the DNR and Eagle in nearby water bodies did not find any additional samples. Holton says when an invasive insect or fish wind up where they're not supposed to be, it can threaten the entire ecosystem. Each year, it's estimated that invasive pests can destroy up to 40% of food crops around the world. That causes billions of dollars in production and trade losses. So definitely really important for everybody to kind of do their part. Holton says firewood is a common way invasive species get transported. It's recommended you buy fire-treated firewood or only use firewood that you bought in the area where you're using it. Boaters are encouraged to wash their craft after leaving a body of water. Hikers, too, should clean their shoes or boots after hitting the trail. You can learn more about invasive species that threaten Michigan and report them at michigan.gov invasives. A new online portal has been launched for the public to learn about how the federal government spends their money. 
The Office of Congressman Tim Wahlberg tells us the Office of Management and Budget has officially launched the Federal Program Inventory, which has information on all federal programs that provide grants, loans, or direct payments to individuals, governments, firms, or other groups. The inventory was created as a result of legislation backed by Wahlberg in 2020. Wahlberg spoke on the House floor about the Taxpayer Right to Know Act. The American people deserve to know what their government does with their hard-earned dollars, don't you think? H.R. 598 will make it easier to evaluate federal government spending by requiring federal agencies to identify their programs, provide basic information like how they perform and how much they cost. Agencies must do a better job of managing their programs and identifying areas where taxpayer dollars are wasted. The Taxpayer's Right to Know Act that became law as part of the National Defense Authorization Act of 2020 requires the Office of Management and Budget to publish an online inventory of each agency's federal programs and provide a description of the program as well as identify information about the program's performance and cost. Wahlberg said it's about making sure federal agencies have an incentive to implement oversight and cost-saving measures and reduce redundancy. We have a link to the federal program inventory at our website, wsjm.com. The city of Hartford has applied for a state spark grant to improve Eli Park. It says it's seeking funds for things including a parking lot along Michigan Avenue, new sidewalks, improvements to the pavilion and restrooms, new lighting, additional benches, updated landscaping, a pickleball court, and a small playground. The goal is to enhance the park for the public while also leaving plenty of space for big events like the Strawberry Festival. The city drafted its grant application with input from the public obtained through a survey and a community meeting. Now that the grant application has been submitted, it will let the people know when it hears back from the state. Housing is a concern all throughout southwest Michigan, and a new partnership in Allegan County is seeking to address the issue. The Allegan Community Foundation says a coalition of groups last year commissioned a report on housing needs in the area, and it found Allegan County needs housing at all price points. There's a housing gap of more than 6,200 units in the next five years, they project. Now the housing stock work group has been formed to seek solutions. The group assembled for the first time last week for an education and brainstorming session led by the Allegan County Community Foundation, Housing Next, and Flywheel Consulting. It was centered around the recommendations made by a housing assessment last year, A full action plan is expected to be rolled out in the springtime of this year. The Berrien County Youth Fair has announced its grandstand headliner for this summer's festivities. It says country star Randy Hauser will perform on Wednesday, August 14. With his How Country Feels album, he topped the charts with the tracks Running Out of Moonlight and Goodnight Kiss, which was also his first number one as a songwriter. Hauser has also written songs for Trace Atkins and Jesse James. You may also have seen him in Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon and The Hill on Netflix. Tickets for the August 14 show will go on sale March 5th. The Berrien County Youth Fair will run from August 12th to the 17th at the fairgrounds in Berrien Springs. The Berrien County Youth Fair is celebrating 78 years with the theme Explore Planet Fair. More evidence young people are damaging their ears with headphones, earbuds, and the like. The University of Michigan C.S. Mott Children's Hospital National Poll on Children's Health says two in three parents say their child, ages 5 to 12, uses them. Poll co-director Dr. Susan Wolford adds one in six use the devices for at least two hours a day.
This is a matter for some concern because we know that the younger you are, the more vulnerable your ears are to noise-related damage. And this is because children have smaller air canals, which leads to the potential for sounds to be amplified and putting um, them at greater damage or greater risk for damage. Wolford recommends limiting the children's use to no more than an hour a day and monitor the headphone volume to somewhere less than 70 decibels. Ford Motor Company says it stopped all shipments of the 2024 model year F-150 Lightning electric pickup trucks so it can perform quality checks for an issue it did not specify. The shipment halt began on February 9th. Auto analyst John McElroy says there may be a bigger issue with the vehicles than Ford is letting on. Nobody seems to, to know yet, at, at least nobody outside of Ford yet. They stopped it because they said they wanted to go through quality checks. Well, you know, here it is, uh, February 24th. That's a lot of checking to go through. So it seems like it's probably a more serious problem than just doing a quality check. Ford is yet to say when they will resume shipments. And it may be winter, but summer-like storms are in the forecast for Michigan. The National Weather Service in Grand Rapids is tracking strong to severe thunderstorms that are possible this afternoon and tonight. With large hail and strong winds, the main threats. Stay tuned for more information. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.